Do you have any memories of the time you were able to figure out how to work the mechanism and what kind of what that was like? I don't remember the exact first time, but I remember like being around that age. Um, and I, I think, think you're lying. Keith, hang on. Keith, do you remember the exact first time? Yes. I do too. I think you're Vividly. lying. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is often controversial, but mostly in good faith. On today's show, we're going to talk about an unusual cunnilingus technique, an odd threesome. Did I pronounce that wrong? Cunnilingus. <laughs> I think I did. All right, I tried. I'll, I'll, I'll try again later. An odd threesome request, a man who can't bring his wife to orgasm, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, I'm the, I'm the man who won't bring his wife to orgasm. It's different. Oh, right. Yeah, it's different than can. I can. I just won't. Mm -hmm. And today we have longtime friend of the pod, Allie, back on the show. Welcome back, Allie. Hello. Mike, like Bartleby, would prefer not to bring his wife to orgasm. Wait, right. what? <laughs> like Bartleby the Scrivener, who's like, I would prefer not to about all uh, the job tasks. It's a Herman Melville story. story. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is really upping the listenership of this podcast. <laughs> Too highbrow. Very much so. Um, so at some point in our last episode, we were talking about men who write reviews for masturbation toys. Yeah, and... because I think it's similar to men who um, men who comment on porn. It's like the same demographic generally. I think it's even more degenerate, but <laughs> sure. Because here you have to have bought and ordered a physical <laughs> masturbatory aid, which I feel like is a step beyond... Uh, masturbating to porn on the internet this is rough i mean everybody applauds women when they buy a vibrator and then a guy gets one of these little dick pickers <laughs> and it's just, you know. Allie, uh, have you known a man that had one of these things no and it looks okay. so industrial it looks like a dyson attachment it has like the Look, cutaway diagram showing you like internal gears it doesn't just look like your body to you no <laughs> no it's not like the female appendage i mean like bright yellow and plastic you the marketing the material here is wild. It has seven rotating and thrusting modes. It has uh, 150 rotations per minute or mm. 300 thrusts a minute. I don't know what the 300 gap there thrusts is. 300 thrusts a minute? God damn. Uh, did, you, did you see this bit about the noise? It, it shows how much, um, It's they call it precipitation noise. I don't know why they didn't say rain, probably because it's a Chinese company. Uh, and then it, it shows that's 30 decibels. And then vehicle noise is 70 decibels. But this thing is only 50 decibels. So it's less noise than similar toys, they claim. That makes sense. Because you don't, I mean, a guy does not want people to know he's using something like this. I assume. Um, I, I've never, I've never like met or encountered any man who ever said, oh, yeah, I use one of these things. Um, which is notable because this thing has 20 no, 2,000 reviews, but there's a lot of these products. So like this thing obviously has sold quite a few. It has like a suction cup mount so that you can, uh, the the picture they show, <laughs> they have one, I don't know if you guys can see this, they have one where it's mounted to the bathroom wall next to the shower. That would make sense. There's one where it's mounted to a, a bedside table. <laughs> but yeah, the, the center council of the automobile is, <laughs> that one is a little surprising. I don't people I, are using I, it in traffic and I guess then just like sticking it on the console when they're done. Does it have I think they're just I think they're just showing uh, showing different kind of surfaces that it can suction on. I guess if I were giving one recommendation, like if they want the most bizarre, they could show it like suction cupped onto like a tombstone in a cemetery or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't, what? 
why is it vertical? How would you fuck this thing vertically the way that they have it deployed in two of the three markets? It'll be hard shots? because it is sort of, it looks to be a cylinder, maybe a, a foot or maybe eight, nine inches uh, in length. Yeah. Somewhat larger than the diameter of a penis. So yeah, it would be, it would kind of sticking up. It doesn't make sense what you would do. You'd have to be floating above it to use it. You'd be it doing properly. push-ups over it or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Although that is sort of what we do with the female body. So did you, that's kind did of you click any of the video? Yeah. Usually the videos on these things are just. Um, I did click it. You probably heard that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it, it's uh, pretty tense music there. Yeah. One click breakout mode. Here's what I want to say about these devices. Um, I think that if you pair, I have some interest in this device because I think that if you pair this with VR, a VR headset. I have a suspicion that you might, there's some nirvana you might reach where basically you're just sitting there with this thing on your cock. You don't have to do anything and you're then just getting the porn piped in. And I think it might, I think there's something there that might effectively replace female companionship for men. I don't know. I think I would, I would want the force feedback to be synced with whatever content I was consuming. Oh, they could easily do that. In fact, I know I happen to know that on the VR uh, uh, porn things, they have that. They they have like uh, porn videos that say at least they they sync with sex toys. How? Well, presumably somebody's some poor. Is there a protocol? Really unfortunate person in like China has had to um, like take it and do timestamps of like, oh, this yeah. one goes up, this one it goes down. Right. <laughs> that That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. If you scroll down, there's more pictures of suggested mounting locations, and one of them is like in front of your stovetop, and then another one is like <laughs> on the screen, like the sliding glass door of your porch. <laughs> no tombstones, though. No. <laughs> Maybe you have to keep scrolling. I'm considering buying this just because I'm curious. The red one is a dollar more expensive. Yeah, one is just on the floor of like a well-appointed living room, mm-hmm. just attached to the floor. Strange. <laughs> I don't. I think they're just having fun there. I think they're. Their marketing team is is still working out the kinks here. Okay, but we were talking about the reviews. Okay, right? yeah. So All right. I last week said that it was the three star reviews that were the funniest, but I I changed my mind. It was it's really the one star reviews that funny. Maybe that's not the right word, but these are. These are people who are dedicated uh, cock teaser users, and one wonders why they're posting this stuff. I mean, the five-star ones, they could be fake. It could be the company itself, and you can understand. But for example, this person says, so this one says, mediocre suction power, battery stayed maxed 15 to 20 minutes, which seems plenty long to me, and it yeah. stopped working after three uses. I wanted to return it, but for hygienic reasons, I'm worried the company might just resell it again to some other fool like me. Oh, well, that's thoughtful. Uh, so, and someone said, "Yeah, I, I uh, don't. I, I presume the company would just throw it in the trash and manufacture another one. The margin on these is probably enormous." Yes, somebody said the sleeve is too short. This mm. would not be a problem, presumably for you, Keith. But uh, uh-huh. not enough grip. You can can't speed it up or down. Only go to its presets. The sensation is mild and hardly stimulating at all. It's not waterproof enough. <laughs> or even though the ad said it was garbage, don't bother. Huh. The first one we got was incomplete and didn't work properly. The second one died after a week. What is this? Incomplete. Like multiple people. The first one we got. Yeah, maybe it's a. Actually, the 
uh, that that third one, the uh, the purchaser appears to be a woman named Shana. Shana, um, yeah, I mean, it's just these people write these, but there's there's very like complicated things. You know, a vibrator actually works faster. Getting actually stroked by something is intriguing. Sigh, it was too good to be true. Used it probably eight times in twelve days, and it just seized up. The gears are plastic. For the amount of torque this thing puts up, it's too much for that cheap plastic motor. I talked with Amazon about returning it. I mean, what kind of conversation do you think they had with Amazon? <laughs> the person's like, can you just send me a they're like, can you send me a picture of you using the product? They're like, All right. This is my cock. It's too strong. It's destroyed. Do you think there's like a special department at Amazon that deals with this kind of product issue? I don't know. No, you'd still get the offshore customer support. And they would, I presume, be mildly scandalized that such a product even exists, but I'm not right. sure. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a series of things. And yeah, these are people that put real effort into their sort of thought processes around the quality of these toys and stuff like that. So maybe I don't want to buy this one. This one sounds like it might. I mean, it does have a 4.3 stars with 2,675 ratings. Right. I think these are the the people who are disappointed. Um, I'm doubting that you would use it so extensively that you would burn it out after 12 days like this person did. I'm not positive. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm intellectually curious, but I, I don't really want to buy this on my Amazon account. I, I don't know what Why? things You're... it's going to recommend to me after I buy it. I'm I'm looking for reviews of female sex toys, just yeah. just out of curiosity to see if they have the same level of precision and complaint about plastic motors and the like. Yeah. And I'm actually not finding any reviews for the female ones. Oh come on, it's interesting. I know I'm looking. Just just I'll search. Do some more research. Dildo. Search dildo. Yeah. You don't you don't want to because you don't want that in your Amazon account. It's right? It's too late. You search it's dildo done. already. Wow, this one looks really real. Um. Okay. Oh, you're right. Those have reviews. And a three How star. could a dildo not work? Like it, uh, it broke in half inside my vagina, and um, uh, no, I don't know. The one that I'm on, something it comes with a remote control, and I guess the remote doesn't work. <laughs> there are some that have reviews. There's one that says works great. However, when I cha- when I char- charged one of the prongs on the charger, melted on the second charge. <laughs> this yeah. one says that the dildo was not beginner friendly. What? <laughs> This one says, no carrying pouch and not five inches. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Why would so you there are women a, that do this too. A five-inch dildo. Although I immediately wonder if these reviews are, are gay men or just men who've bought oh. dildos complaining. I'm not sure. <laughs> I bought yeah. it for my partner because I saw good reviews. But when my partner used it, it looked more, had more harder to get organisms. <laughs> Uh, yeah i do i have noticed that some of these review writers seem to not be native english speakers yes do you think they're fake well i don't know it just seems odd there's one where all the three-star reviews are saying how loud it is (laughs) people three homes away can hear i mean I have a review here from a guy of a dildo. He says, too big and rough didn't stay hard, but kept bending. What? Which could be a review of Keith. <laughs> but, this, but this guy's got his wow, picture second, on here. Second dick joke, and we're 12 minutes yeah. in here. Good job, Mike. It's going for a Guinness record here. <laughs> yeah. He's got his picture on that review, too. It's like, man, like, I don't know. <laughs> he stands by his words, man. He's, you know, up, upstanding fellow. Right. All right, let's move on. Um, if... 
you, okay, let me just read what this person says. This is a teacher with a cam girl past. Mm. I became a cam model at the age of 18, lasted about half a year, felt drained and disrespected. Blah, 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 blah. It's been five years since. I'm exploring different career options. I've become curious about working as a special education itinerant teacher through an agency. It would take me about four years to get master's and license, but would it be even possible for me to be employed? The camming website sent me a 1099. I paid my taxes on it. Uh, The company name shows up as MFCXY. Nothing was tied to my camming account other than my social security. I also looked different, gotten rid of all body modifications. If I got the license, it would be eight years since camming. Considering teachers must be in high moral standing, can I be rejected from the job after a background check? My guess there is no. It would be illegal to reject her for that reason. You think? I mean, there's this set of uh, people that have been fired from jobs for being drag queens. People can be fired for what they're doing concurrently. I think it's more questionable, like, can they fire you for something that you did in the past that wasn't illegal? But I agree with Keith. I don't think this would be a problem. Maybe in some red states, they would bring the suit. Something you did in the past that wasn't illegal. That was an interesting little caveat you put at the end there. What if you were an alcoholic in the past, like a really crazy alcoholic, but never did anything illegal? I think it only matters if you're still an alcoholic. Hmm, Okay. I don't know. Yeah, the law here is difficult to know, but I think this is a... Uh, it has to be a genuine concern for women doing camming. However, I've I've thought that, that at this stage, maybe there's so much content on OnlyFans, porn sites, and cam sites that uh, there's security through obscurity. At least until oh, flooding the, the inevitable. There's some. There's. I, I think that there'll be some some kind of iteration of the fappening dot pro or whatever that will connect to your Apple Vision Plus. And basically, as you walk or whatever Apple Vision Pro, and as you walk around, you'll be able to just see naked versions of all the women you see if there are, uh, you know, if they've cammed before. You, you see what I'm imagining? Some giant database. Yeah, generated versions, even if they haven't, right? Well, that's a good point, actually. Maybe there's no point because you can just do the, the thing that it, was done to Taylor Swift. The AI thing. Yeah. Yeah, my guess is that in something on the time scale of three to five years, there won't be any anonymity if you have old content that's on the web anywhere like people will just be able to find it they can upload a current picture of you and then some bot can go out and find any place that you have appeared on the internet there's already some services that do that the the main one is pimeyes p-i-m-e-y-e-s.com um and they don't disclose how they're doing it but it's a little creepy yeah you can upload a photo of yourself and it'll find other photos of you keith is there one that can do it for your voice so for example let's say you had an anonymous podcast and they wanted to know who you were this thought has crossed my mind not yet but shortly for sure how good is the picture one at finding pictures of you like very long ago like as a teenager or I can mm. tell you, Ali, that the that uh, the Google Photos is able to correctly identify my, my kids uh, when they were really little, and it knows that it's the same person as today, which is pretty. So I yeah. guess the facial record, like your facial proportions, stay sufficiently similar. Yeah, Apple Photos doesn't reliably do that for me. Um, Maybe that's anything because of your your changed accident. in your appearance. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> my face <laughs> shape changed since I was a child. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that probably happens with most people. Yeah, I, don't yeah, I know. think, but I think generally this is a this is an issue that 
so for example, uh, the <clears throat> Australian sex worker whose TikTok I follow has mentioned on her uh, on her thing. She 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 mentioned also that she she's very against sugaring because she thinks that basically sugar dating always hurts the woman. I haven't gotten any. Cl- I asked her for more details on that and haven't gotten anything. As opposed to yet. prostitution. Yeah, she she thinks escorting is better for the woman because. Well, I don't exactly know why, but I think basically because she thinks that women get taken advantage of more by the men in sugaring situations. Um, they, huh. yeah. Uh, so could be. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's she's talked about this this issue with basically once get content gets out online, your life changes, and it's not it can't change back. Basically, you you've, it's a one way door, and so people need to sort of uh, assess their their comfort level with that when they're considering it. Is sugaring less common in Australia because prostitution is legal? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, she she obviously tried it because she was able to give an opinion on it. Um, maybe the legality of prostitution makes it so sugaring is less, uh, is more abusive or more, more harmful to women. I've always assumed that sugaring would be a better option for a woman because you can have a stable partner. Uh, I suspect she's just, applying like her three anecdotes and generalizing. She might be she right. Probably, but very angry if she heard you say that. But yeah, I'm sure she would. Most people she who might are using angry. anecdote to make a point do get angry when you point it out to them. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Notice that Keith is actually making that argument from anecdote as using well. Using an anecdote. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He has you no should, scientific you should try studies showing critiquing that. my argument and seeing if I get upset about it. <laughs> and, then, and then we will be fully meta. All right, let's move on. Right. Uh, let's see here. Um, Okay, I'm going to try using this word again. Cunnilingus. It's the, it's the E that's the problem. Cunnilingus. Oh, cunnilingus. Yeah. Cunnilingus. Is that right? Is that what you say to your partner, Allie? Do you say... Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> is that what you say? Do you say, uh, baby, cunnilingus me tonight? I mean, I'm always saying, please do not cunnilingus me. But... Oh, right. You're against it. <laughs> Have you, you haven't, I haven't been able to persuade you to, to go ahead and start accepting that? No. Too much work. <laughs> it's not. How would you know? When's the last the time you tried? Oh, I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> I would say like five-ish years, maybe. How is it work? What did you mean by that? I think Could it's worth. Sort of... I think it's worth checking in. Wait, what? But how is it work? What do you mean? Well, like for him, like he has to stop what he's doing, readjust on the bed, do something else. Like, you know. why are it's you true. having sex on a bed? No, I, Good I, point. <laughs> yeah you don't use the car center council you know, like I, I have to scoot down on the toilet um but okay but, but so you're you're saying it's too much work because you know it won't get you off yeah or it's not as reliable as other methods right i have to okay. really be in the right mood or in the right headspace can you I sense some self-loathing here I do too, but let's get back to that. Can you <laughs> can you orgasm when you're drunk? Oh yeah. It, is it is it easier, harder, or the same? Easier, easier. Yeah. Okay. That's so interesting. Yeah, I like think it's my almost always harder for men. Yeah. I yes. Think. Yes. Yeah, my recommendation would be to get yourself sauced and then commit to letting your partner try. But the problem is it's it's been so long and he's so used to like not needing to do that that he might be hesitant himself now. He's oh, he's got this willing to do it. Hmm. The question is, you know, if if he does it and it doesn't work, do I Maybe continue? his technique is atrophied. Probably, yeah. Oh, you could be like two teenagers just learning each other's bodies again. Right. 
Keith, I mean, Keith, Keith has told me that there's some men who actually actively want to do this. <laughs> oh, I really yeah. Yes, I am. Maybe I, you're I'm one of them. Instruments, so he has a strong embouchure, which I think would <laughs> help. Are you certain that you're not depriving your partner of this thing he likes doing? I've never heard him say that it was like his favorite thing or that, that he missed it. So I'm not certain, but... But that's like part of the it. problem. You need... Because because of Mike's theory, which is there's some self-loathing going on here. Oh, my Lord. He needs to be, he needs to be like super enthusiastic, almost begging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To, to get over the, yeah, the insecurity well that you're in. I think, hang on, I think there's a way to actually figure out if it's, if that's what the problem is. Ali, would you let a guy perform analingus on you? No. So that one is just strictly no, and, and how come? It's gross. <laughs> there we go. See, she yeah. thinks her own body's gross. See, this is the point. I think my own butthole is not perfectly clean. Yeah, like, mine is pristine, I, but I understand mine that too. Ev- everybody it's, it's, else. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lick anyone else's butthole either, like. There's bacteria there that aren't supposed oh, to. Oh, so she maybe has loathing about bodies in general. Uh, buttholes are kind of gross. Like I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, but it's fairly common on cam sites to have a woman be requested just to basically get her butthole as close to the camera as possible, so people can see it really up close. Does that make sense to either of you? Why, why somebody would want that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> why, Keith? I occasionally like a good clean butthole to look at. Huh. And it's, you know, it's it's sort of uh dominant. It's it's particularly submissive for her to Does she like squat over the camera or like how does she do it? No, they typically like kind of get on their hands and knees and kind of move backward toward the camera and then they're looking at the, you know, cuz they have it up on the screen so they can sort of see where they are to situate their I, I assume Keith when you say you like a good butthole, you mean a female butthole. Yes. Okay. And I think that I matters. Could, I think I could tell the difference. How would you do that? I don't know. I, I feel like there's something instinctual. When you see it, do you want to interact with it? Do you want to like put your tongue in it or is it just seeing it? Oh, I, I mean, I knew this question was coming. <laughs> okay. Assuming it's a female butthole. Yeah. I could imagine, you know, in, in peak arousal, suppressing my normal butthole disgust to a point where I, 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 I could. It's not, it's not something I've done. It's not something I'm like necessarily or even at all interested in doing. But if I had a partner that was like really, really, really wanted me to do that and, you know, I like watched her get the Brillo pad out and scrub, you know, then maybe, then maybe. Uh-huh. Hmm. So in but Ali, you, you would, enough, you'd have to see right. like, interior. You would say no to that under all circumstances, Ali. Is that right? Yeah. As a recipient. Yeah. Bit longer heads. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to uh, this cunnilingus topic. All right. Mm-hmm. Fiance wants me to suck on her vagina like I'm sucking on her nipples. I was going down on her and licking, licking her very passionately. She liked it too much. And then I proceeded to suck on a little down there, she screamed out of pleasure and told me to suck a lot harder like I suck on her nipples. I was hesitant at first. I know vaginas are very sensitive, but she insisted on doing this, so I did until she came a few times. We both loved very much, but I'm afraid this has some side effects on the long run if I do it more often. Should I be scared or keep doing it? Edit. 
I forgot to mention that I did the same thing before and her labias, both menorah and majora, became swollen for a whole day. Now, this guy could barely compose English sentences and he knows that there's majora and menorah labia. That's, you know, prioritizing your your ESL learning is... Ali, if you were, were going to have them suck on one set of labia, which set would you pick? Uh, I mean, could you suck on the Majora without inherently also sucking on the Menorah? Like, I guess if you were only sucking on one at a time, but if you're trying to fit both in your mouth, like the interior Mm. ones are in there also. So when you think of someone sucking on your labia, the way you interpret that is basically somebody creating a vacuum seal (laughs) on your body and sort of trying to suck as if there was air inside there, suck it out. Yeah. Is that Mm -hmm. a thing that you enjoy? No. How would she know? Tried that. Yeah. Uh, How would she, well, maybe somebody. Oh, right. She doesn't. She's not willing. Maybe, maybe this is what's wrong with your oral sex experiences. Nobody's kind of trying to actively uh, vacuum prolapse you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it Why? is a question. I don't think he should be concerned, but it is kind of weird. <laughs> I think. That, yeah. Would she get like a hickey around the area with the closed suction i hope so maybe yeah. it makes sense to me that sucking could feel good i mean stroking along the clit feels good which is sort of analogous to stroking the male shaft and sucking on a penis feels good for the man so like i can imagine sucking on a clit potentially feeling good but i think clits are normally too sensitive for that much pressure in that way i don't but i, don't, I think I don't sucking know. on the clit is kind of standard i think it's it's sucking on the whole <laughs> the labia like sucking on the uh the vulva that's weird how do you so you think it's kind of standard what is your basis is this anecdata or do you have data on that I don't. and you have very little limited <laughs> personal experience and you don't like this you probably kind of are squeamish about it and don't look at what the guys or your partner is doing when this is happening right it's if been it so long right, right yeah I don't think that sucking on the clit is that standard. What do you think, Keith? It's definitely not standard. I have yeah. tried it in my youth and been told to knock it off. Uh, I, I have not tried it lately. It's not sucking on it is useful if you want usual technique. Yeah, sucking on it can make it sort of protrude more, so then you can bite it. <laughs> it enables that. Yeah, that's also typically discouraged. Yeah. But I don't think, yeah, I don't, the, the things these, this person's described, I've seen this in porn, but I don't, I've never encountered a woman that had asked for this. Keith, have you ever encountered a woman that asked for any sort of sucking activity with her clit? Um, not that Maybe I Maybe most women probably don't, yeah, most women probably don't ask, right? They just sort of, uh, it's like a, it's like a lie detector. You find out. Yes. Plus or minus. I, most women are not good at giving guidance, but. To the woman who likes aggressive sucking on her clit, she might be more comfortable giving guidance. Generally, okay. there might be some overlap there in personality type. Now, Ali, what about this part where you said like sucking on the nipples? So there's some presumption that you should suck really hard on a woman's nipples. <laughs> Is that right? I mean, not really hard. Like... Well, how would you define real? Like, so not as hard as you can. Right. Okay. There's some limit, but like, you know, there's, there, who do you think sucks harder? You on the guy's penis when you're giving a blowjob or him on your nipples? 
me on the penis. Interesting. Hmm. Would you have guessed that, Keith? I actually no. would have guessed the opposite. I would have guessed the opposite too. <laughs> but it's it's a different thing. Like you're sucking onto like a flat surface with a nipple, and Not really you're sucking on like a cylinder with a with a penis. I find my nipples to be very sensitive, and so I probably discourage excessive sucking. Like usually, I don't even like them to be touched directly. I like there to be kind of a layer of fabric in between. <laughs> but... Mike, what? <laughs> yeah, she knocked the sheath for her nipples. <laughs> this is this is great, Ellie. I I I I can relate. I don't use yeah. fabric to masturbate. Like I don't put my underwear like, <laughs> over my hand to masturbate. <laughs> do you do you play with your nipples while masturbating? Sometimes, yeah. But I, I would I would Whoa. do that like leave my t shirt on or something and take my bra off. Can you, with your hand, show me what you would typically do to your nipples, uh, just so I can see? I'm just curious what motions you make while masturbating. You don't want to do it? Rubbing it back and forth. Yeah. Well, is it like your finger going, going back and forth? Pen that has like a little nipple protrusion. Okay, so show, yeah, sure. show me what you would do here. So she's rubbing, she's rubbing the tip of her index finger along the end of the pen. Like, okay, would you tweak them? Like, pinch them? You just rub back and forth. Okay. Yeah no little circles and it's just the end. So it's the end of the nipple that you like. Yeah. But Mike, importantly, it's through fabric of some kind. She's distributing the force. I don't think so. Is that right? Yeah. Over the t-shirt fabric. Yeah. So you would wear a t-shirt when masturbating. What if you happen to not be wearing a t-shirt? What if you were wearing something else? Do you always have a, do you have a t-shirt you always wear when you masturbate? No. Um, I mean, if I'm not wearing anything at all, maybe I wouldn't touch my nipples at all. If I'm wearing something too thick to, feel through then i also wouldn't do it like, this feels a, like <laughs> yeah but you have a favorite t-shirt right that you use for this no i don't no, believe I you i think she probably does i have a i have i have my favorites myself she has a t-shirt uh, that says i heart keith on it i've seen it <laughs> what is your favorite sheath keith? um oh lord I mean, I could give brand name and fabric here, but I just can't. We're, we're, well, maybe we could get a, a sponsorship, I think it's, and then I'll I think reveal. It's um, Umbros, Umbros. Does okay. that company still exist? I don't know. Just made I don't it know up. either. He likes to use running socks. Ew. Used. No. Used. No. No. All right. It's not right. Let's move on. Um, this person says, "My girlfriend wants to dirty talk in ancient slash Elizabethan English. I don't know how to do this." Wish I were making this up, but I am not. Please believe me. My girlfriend asked me recently whether I'd be down for trying a kink of hers, and I said, sure, I'd like to hear what it is. She told me she loves ancient settings, that she likes classical books, and that she'd like to do a sexual role play set in Elizabethan slash Shakespearean era. She this said is that the she, worst fetish ever. <laughs> she, she said, Mike, it's going to get, it, hold on, it's going to get redeemed. She said that she'd like to do a threesome with another girl. We're monogamous, mm. but she said we can do this with other women if that makes sense. It doesn't, but okay. I was surprised, but I agreed since she offered a threesome. Good, good yeah. call. Uh, she went ahead and bought costumes we can wear, like stuff you'd see in a drama for both of us. She's also given me the story we can follow, stories in quotes, and asked me to memorize it beforehand. <laughs> I also met the friend of hers who's joining for the threesome. I managed to read through the story she wrote out, but she's made it clear that I have to dirty talk in Elizabethan English in the story. Applies to her and the other girl, too. Of course, everything leading up to the sex in the story should also be such English, but especially the sex. I agreed to it, but I don't know how to do this. I'm just unsure as to what to do. I wonder how period accurate this is going to be. Like, 
I mean, will they have bathed? Um, I have a topic discussing that later, but yeah, famously, yeah. Napoleon. And, well, there's uh, a lot of bathing, different different cultural differences in cultural bathing norms as you go back in time. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, also, it's irritating to me that like this person doesn't realize that ancient typically refers I to know. you know two thousand years ago, not well, yeah, England, well, and okay. old and Middle English are both pre Shakespeare. So, I think I will say this about this. I think that this is a clever way. If a guy came up with this, it's a clever way to get a threesome. You basically tell your female partner that you want to sort of reenact like a Jane Austen novel, some like garbage that women like. And and then you throw the threesome in and you see if like somehow you can thread that needle of like giving them something and then getting the threesome out of it. Okay, we can do Twilight, but... Exactly, there you go. <laughs> you have to bring your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Right, it's yeah. It sounds um, very complicated and overspecified. So she probably has particular words that she wants him to use or particular phrases. I think it like, sounds like her expectations are not reasonable, and he is clueless, and so he's definitely going to fuck up. I'm not sure how he's going to, but he's gonna. He's gonna. <laughs> this is. I'll tell you what this sounds like to me. There was. I would watch this porn. There's this um, Jack and Jill. Uh, is a people make porn anyway and they have vr porn and i was watching one of these and it was two women having sex but the, the, the jack wasn't there this guy with this really long penis that usually participates and i was in the vr headset so i turned my head to the left and i saw jack over in the corner on a stool just furiously trying to get his cock hard <laughs> like for a long and so then i just kept watching that i was like god damn like this is and this is what this sounds like to me it's like for the women this is going to be great and the guy's just going to be over there like like trying, trying to get into it. He's like, I can't, I can't get my member activated. It was kind of sad watching him. I was like, wow. And he was going through some really complicated routine just to get that hard on. Um, this doesn't sound like something that, well, I guess the threesome part is compel would be compelling to the average guy, but Maybe at least it, yeah. I don't think so. <clears throat> if you, Ali, is there a costume that you wish you could have sex in? Not one that immediately comes to mind. No. Um, <laughs> You told us some fantasy of yours. It had a to long do with Amish ago. people. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. What it was. I was a man in an Amish community, but uh, that was less about the clothing per se. <laughs> I, I <laughs> just needed an excuse to bring that back up. Yeah. This is something about her wanting to be gender queer or non-binary. I think because she wants to be the man in the fantasy. Which we we were talking before the show about what does does either of you know what non-binary means? Yes. I think. Ooh. Can you explain? I'm afraid it? to say. No, I don't want to say. <laughs> Ali, do you know what non-binary means? That you don't identify really strongly with either gender. So, so th th does this mean that you you don't want to participate in ch having children? Um, maybe. Or the age non-binary person. Okay, you said maybe, so I'm not sure. It, like you won't, you don't want to follow the clothing and other habits of either gender. Is that what it means? Yeah. I mean, I have a friend who's non-binary who is currently oh. pregnant, so I can't say that it's that they don't want to participate in having children, but, um, uh, so is their this partner person, also non-binary? No, their partner is a man. They is, is a this girl, person. <laughs> well, when I knew them <laughs> earlier in my life, they were a girl and now. They are non-binary. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Okay, but there's but there's no. This is actually what I wanted to understand. There's no effort being made for this person to pretend that they doesn't have a vagina. <laughs> Sorry, no, I use the right. singular. I'm trying to be as correct as possible <laughs> using the singular verb with the plural they noun because it is a one person, right? So they doesn't yeah. have a vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, they admits that they has a vagina. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but so but they dresses they dresses in clothes that they buys at <laughs> not not female stores i think at both i think they have some female clothing and some male clothing and you know what it sounds like it's I, you know what i realized if when i talk like that it sounds like ollie g <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, it does. I don't really. Bit. It's the same don't affect. Really maybe that's. What, maybe he was ahead of his time. Yeah. I don't really understand. Maybe what they was ahead of us to think. They has time. to pick a bathroom, right? They has to. So I don't really. I actually don't. I mean, yeah, genuinely, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to. What's supposed to be in my brain? They don't have to. I think they can just go in the on the wall between I the think, bathrooms. No, I think there. I think there are some non-binary people that never leave like the state of California. And would not go to places that don't have uh, non-gender bathrooms. So they would. So you're saying that you think they would, confronted by a female and male bathroom, they would simply refuse to go to the bathroom. They would hold yes. it. Potentially. That's interesting. Maybe this is why San Francisco has that poop problem. There's, all, <laughs> there's a bunch of non-binary people. They just have to go out on the street and go to the bathroom because it's but, the only place that's not gendered. That must be it. I am surprised Tucker Carlson has not come up with that. Uh, incredible uh, theory. Non-binary homeless people. Or okay. People? <laughs> yeah, I just don't. Yeah, it's hard for me to understand what they is they are saying about themselves when they say they're non-binary. I don't really understand what they're in or what they. I don't understand what is being communicated. I don't get it. But that's right. okay. for the, for the, an annoying person who you know is American but grew up in Spain or something, and then you ask them like, you know, well, you know, do you feel European or do you feel American? And they're like, ah, oh, you know, I'm a citizen of the world or whatever. Like that person is sort of non-binary in that sense where it's like maybe they don't really identify with being American even though they are but like they also don't really identify with being Spanish even though they lived there for a long time they're kind of like parts of both yeah the difficulty is that we is that humans come in this dichotomy of genders and so when you say you're neither are you saying you're not human no I think it's they would probably say there's this distinction between like your biological sex versus gender being. Oh, that I understand. You're saying, hey, I want to be, my gender is different than my biological sex. But this is saying I don't have a gender, which is confusing because there isn't, there aren't, I mean, unless you talk about eunuchs and neutered people and people who've had like their penises blown off in war. There's people with chromosomal, chromosomal abnormalities as well. But setting all of those aside, that let's let's presume it's a normal XX or XY person who is claiming that they are non-binary. And I think in that context, yeah, they're saying the cultural norms around sex and gender are, you know, cultural, not biological. And that I just don't know what the third option is. I mean, you, you have like women's clothes and men's clothes, but are there aren't are non-binary clothes. I think they introduce, they would introduce new cultural norms that don't have such a dichotomy. Have they? Is there some piece of clothing that I can know someone's non-binary because they're wearing it? Like some kind yeah, of there's shirt. like a kilt. That's true. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I don't. I mean, it, yeah, it's just there is a there is a dichotomy, like a there is a dichotomy that's come down to us through evolution. And so when people say they don't want to be in that dichotomy, it's like okay, well, what 
what are you then? Like what, what you have to invent a third thing. You can wear women's clothes without it making you a woman. But then I'm just wearing women's clothes. I'm not non-binary. I'm a man wearing women's clothes. Like they're saying they want to be some outside that thing. And it's like, okay, we well, have, it's like saying, I, I, um, uh, yeah, you have the inside and the outside of something. There's only, it's like a mathematical problem, right? There's no other choice. You're either inside the thing or outside the thing. There's not, you can't be like, no, I'm neither. Yeah, it's like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think the, the country analogy is still good because you could imagine. Saying, well, that's like saying you're both. Yeah. Yeah. Or somebody who's mixed race, you know, they say like, well, I'm not fully one or the other. I kind of exist in between them. And I guess that's the way they view gender also. But if you say you're non-binary, you're rejecting that there's only two. So if you're saying you're both, you say I'm both. But if you say non-binary, it means there's some el something else. Or it's like saying a spectrum, you know, there's there's some area in the middle. Wait, Mike, why do you tolerate both but not none? Well, because then I, then you just you could be saying that. I mean, this is okay. just pedantic, right? Like, sure. Let's talk about. No, it's not. Let's talk about what clothes you wear. Uh, if I'm both, then I wear women's and men's clothes. If I'm neither, then I wear nothing. <laughs> Ideally. No, I don't I, understand. That's where it gets to. So like, like binary is like, you know, A or B, there are just two options. If you admit that there's some area in the middle. Like is a, that what it means? You're half man, half woman? But you're, well, you're still accepting exactly non Like some man, some woman, like a mixed race person doesn't have to be 50-50, but like they're saying, you know, I'm not white, I'm not black, I'm something in the middle. And like... But that's not rejecting the binary of black and white. You're just saying you're in the middle of it. But but rejecting the binary to me well, says I, I think don't it is rejecting the binary, right? Historically, they would have said no, you're black. In this country, when, not to me, they wouldn't have. <laughs> well, no, but to this hypothetical, I see. partially black, partially white person, like they would have said that's just black. So what non-binary means to you is is there half man, half woman, or some percentage man, some percentage yeah. woman? Yes, yeah, I see. I see. Okay, that that's helpful actually to me. I Keith. can't tell if you're trolling or not. I'm no, going to... Okay, can we move on from cancellation yeah. segment? All right. Uh, this person says, I can't make my wife orgasm. Title says it all. I feel defeated as a man. Been together 10 years, married two years. Been together since she was 16 and I was 17. I cannot mm. for the life of me make her orgasm. She has a couple of times in the past, but less than five times. We have a very honest and healthy relationship. I love her more than anything. Ugh. She has always struggled with this. I'm very generous in bed and always go down on her. And she loves it. But no matter what I do, I cannot get her over the line. The only one who's made her come. I mean, we've been seeing her since she was 16. Uh-oh. It's not like the football, the captain of the high school football team is the only guy that's made her come? Is that what it's No. No. He says, I'm the only guy who's made oh, her come. Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought the sentence was like, the only one who's ever made her come and then it was going to be a person is, is Jeffrey. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been five years since the last time, and I think for the best of both of us, I've just given up trying. I've tried everything, yeah. and I mean everything. She very rarely plays with herself and can't orgasm on her own either. She assures me that it's not me, it's her, and she still enjoys her sex life, but sometimes it just gets to me. I want to make her squirm and have wonderful shaking orgasms, but I just can't. She's a wonderful lover and satisfied me on every way. Another person who can't use prepositions properly. I just wish I could return the favor. We have regular sex five or more times per week. Wow. Sorry for the rant. Just a defeated husband who loves his wife and can't give her the pleasure she deserves. Edit for everyone who keeps asking. Yes, we use toys of all sorts, bullets, vibrators, wands, plugs, you name it. Over the last 10 years, we've tried every different technique, style, kink that we are possible into. 
we're a very open couple and have had deep discussions about our kinks, but we've told each other things we thought we'd take to the grave and are both aware of our wildest fantasies and and play on them regularly. I should have skipped the edit. That was I'm going to go ahead and I was like, I'm going to go out four on... whiskeys. He's like, I got to go edit this. <laughs> I'm going to guess that her wildest fantasy is that he would stop buying fucking sex toys. Yeah. Leave her alone. Right. He's, he's like, what? No, give me another wild fantasy. She's like, what? Like, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. He's been badgering her for decades and she's just asexual or not that doesn't care yeah or yeah. extremely closeted they've been together sure. since she was 16 so like yeah she could be closeted. lying to him she could be gay or she could have some fantasy that you know she'll just never ever reveal but yeah typically if you have a if you have a sex life where the woman is never orgasming but she has also never really orgasmed much on her own like you're not going to be the key to unlock the box. The key that's going to unlock the box is she's going to get more comfortable with herself and exploring her own body on her own and figuring out the ways that, you know, things that feel good and can help her orgasm. Yeah. But, and it's not yeah, like she's he, not been doing that. So. Yeah. Him like sorting through the Amazon reviews for the best sex toys, probably not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Allie, uh, at what age and how did you discover how to make yourself orgasm? Hmm. Oh, um, I think 11 or 12. I'm going to say 12. Um, so for the purposes of this podcast, we'll call that 18. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did I discover? Well, I had read books that described this, you know, like young adult fiction or something. That No, young adult fiction doesn't have, like Judy Bloom doesn't have masturbation. I mean, well, maybe she just does means she actually, does Judy Bloom have masturbation? I feel like I read all the Judy Bloom books and I don't remember that, but maybe. Well, if you'd read this part, I'm sure it would be well thumbed through part of your Judy Bloom collection. Maybe even, uh, but, maybe even, you know, fully adult fiction or something, but, um, well, hang on, I, hang on. But I want to understand a description in a book that was vague, but referred to like touching between your legs. And so okay, from there I was like, well, what, <laughs> like touching what, um, and so you're what, what go on, tell us the story. I, feel like I figured it out maybe the second time, you know, that I tried. What happened the first time? I think I, I tried and didn't find the clit, I guess, or didn't find the right <laughs> way. <laughs> well, I mean, I hear you. it's hard to find. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for a 12 year old. <laughs> but, but I'm curious what the, what's the, so what's the discovery process here? You so when you do you have any memories of the time you were able to figure out how to work the mechanism and what kind of what that was like? I don't remember the exact first time, but I remember like being around that age. Um, and I, I think, think you're lying, Keith. Hang on, Keith. Do you remember the exact first time? Yes, I do too. I think you're Vividly. lying. <laughs> Is there some reason you're lying about that? No, I really don't remember the exact time. Like I do remember being that age. And masturbating okay, right like the very first time. I, I want to double click on this because the reason why I think Keith and I remember it so well, and I think most men do, is because it's surprising when it happens because it's very different from anything your body's ever done before. And so you're like, oh, yeah. that that's not I mean, for a guy there's also like the semen and stuff like that. But really the main thing is like there's a sensation that's yeah, and and when it happens, like it's it could be like a little frightening or something. You're just like, what? Like, have I broken my body? Like, it's surprising. You don't know. And you know, I guess if you are extremely well versed in the re sexual response cycle, as I of course was, 
you then know what's going to happen, but you could in the middle of the orgasm, like wonder, like, am I having a seizure? Like what's happening? <laughs> so no, okay. this all I already this read like, me... our bodies ourselves or those books that talk about what sex is. So I understood that this was like a thing that could happen, but it makes me, but it makes me wonder whether the experience you had of just general pleasure and an orgasm was kind of not that starkly different at that age or something like that. Because I think for a man, it's like, very clear. It's like, oh, you know, I'm having an orgasm now. This is a different experience and it's notable and it's something you remember. I do think the orgasm was like a distinct different thing, but I guess I had been like very aroused before. So that sensation of being turned on or of being wet or something like that was familiar. And it was just like, sure, oh, this is like, this is the outcome of that. Like, <laughs> this is. But it wasn't like surprising to you, like that it felt so much better than whatever had come before. I don't think it was surprised. So again, like I had, I had read descriptions of this, and like, so it wasn't surprising that there would be such a thing as an orgasm. Okay, but but you but you okay. It makes it just okay. makes me think that like the the delta here is less for you. Oh, yeah, let me. Delta is less. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Ooh. I think you're, you're like, saying you think that my orgasm is better than yours. Yeah. Or like stronger. Yeah. yeah I think the Delta like is. The sound of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I for me. Men's like behavior and why it would be like kind of unthinkable for a man to have sex without coming. But for a woman, it's like, that's okay. You know? <laughs> huh. Maybe did. I have a, so did, did you, did you have a, another inflection point when you first had an orgasm, say with a, a partner or something where you're like, Oh, that felt a lot stronger or something that then changed your outlook or, or is it kind of always the same as what you had when you were 18 and had that first orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't think it's controversial that people under 18 masturbate, but, um, I'm just tired of getting shamed. Having sex yeah, with her. I get all these yeah, like, angry emails really? about how much you talk about kids. Or, I don't think <laughs> I mean, you you keep trying to pull it there, Allie. We're 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 trying to save our our poor listeners. Yeah. Um, having sex for the first time was a definite inflection point. Like being penetrated was like a novel sensation. Um, I don't think. Tell us about that. <laughs> how was that? How was that novel? I had never tried inserting anything there, so being kind of like filled up there was a different. What? I don't Why not? Think so. um, yeah, what, what's going on with you? <laughs> Mike. Okay, what? we, we got to create a, a safe space here. Okay, you were never curious enough to try inserting like a, anything. What about your fingers? A hairbrush handle. Oh, like a finger, maybe not a hairbrush handle. I hadn't used tampons finger. at the time. I was still using just pads. Yeah, um, that's common. Okay. So, so okay. So the first time you experienced Let a me, penis, that was the largest thing that had ever been inserted in you. Yes. By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it hurt, probably. Yeah. Initially, it hurts. Yeah. Wait, how long does it hurt for, though? Like seconds, or minutes, or days? Or, no, no, or, maybe like a minute. Okay, a minute. So it's sort of, but it's so it's like a stinging pain. It's not just like uh, sharp and then it goes away. It lasts for a bit. Wait, yeah. is there is there some like stretching or tearing that happens the first forget the hymen but uh, is there some stretching or tearing that happens the first time and that never happens again i wouldn't say it never happens again i think if you go long enough without having sex it might again hurt what's it what what's happening oh like the, the vagina like the vaginal canal might hurt again. is there some like <laughs> tissue like, yeah. damming or 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 bi- build up that 
needs to get restretched. Maybe, I mean, maybe your brother-in-law would know. It seems like yeah. you let it, you know, stay, like, I guess the vagina is kind of like closed, right? If you let it stay closed for several months, I think the muscles kind of like adjust to that confirmation. And so then like having something in it, you know, suddenly. I don't I know. Yeah. So wait, the pain that you experience, is it right at the entrance or is it all throughout the, your pelvis? This is a while ago. Mostly at the entrance. Oh, it sounds like it's happened repeatedly because she's had these like months long dry spells that she made reference to. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I feel like I've only had months long dry spells a few times in my life. Um, yeah, okay. it, it, it must be the, nice. At the entrance, at the beginning of penetration. Yeah, I had, uh, I had like a seventeen year dry spell, and then I had another twenty two year dry spell. <laughs> <laughs> Did it hurt? Yeah, I'm on my third dry spell. Well, no, I'm going to buy one of those dick ticklers. Yeah. Um, Okay, so it's interesting to me that you do remember more clearly this first penile insertion than your first masturbation. Yeah, well, I mean, I was also older. Yeah, it was more recent. There was more buildup to it. Like, I was anticipating it more. You didn't anticipate masturbating? This is what this is, this must it must just suck to be woman. Like, I, I feel like pretty soon after I read about it, I tried it, whereas I guess men learn about masturbation before they're capable of like completing it. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right either. I, I think I was sort of surprised when it happened. Like I, I think men uh, want to try it. What did you think would happen such that you were surprised? I didn't know. I mean, I remember I I had I was at a new school and Uh-oh. I... <laughs> in the sleeping bag. <laughs> uh, no, His I was friend in, like, Charlie told him to try hanging himself while he beat off. No, it was like the it was like the first day of school or something. I don't remember exactly when it was, but I but before school I was eating some powdered donuts and I had like the white powder around like my my mouth and I remember some kids like mocking me and I didn't really what, understand what, what they were mocking me about because I hadn't yet orgasmed and like didn't fully understand what semen was. Or so like, I just didn't understand the nature of the mocking. And then when, you know, I don't know if it was days or weeks or whatever, sometime later when I had my first orgasm and, you know, this weird new fluid shoots out, I was, yeah, like, it was like, oh, like I, yeah, it's sort of understood. And in fact, yeah, I probably felt some shame in that moment because then I'd like more clearly understood why, you know, I had been teased earlier. So your first orgasm, Keith, that you remember is tied integrally to these like kids that were teasing you. I don't know. In your mind, we, we've talked about like why I feel shame after masturbating. Yeah, and you never feel shame after masturbating. Maybe do this you, is all do you related. have trouble eating uh, donuts like that? Does it, no? I, do you, I, does it... I don't really like powdered donuts, but I eat donuts multiple times mm, a week. I wonder why you just don't like them. There's no you don't. <laughs> You don't know why. Just, I don't like the texture of the sugar. All in the middle, like it's a really tight donut. <laughs> yeah, I really like chocolate donuts with the messy hole. Hmm. Um, okay, now uh, I don't want to let you so, weren't aware that that orgasming was a thing. Like you weren't aware that semen would come out of you, and then somehow you no, found I, it. I don't. I don't think I did. No. Okay. So Wait, yeah, maybe that's okay. part of the difference. Like I, I had read a description of the entire masturbatory process and like a, an orgasm. And that caused you to like do some body exploration? Yeah. Huh. Okay. And you hit on rubbing your clit in a certain way. 
I think women fact. know about rubbing their clit. Like you'll even see, can, can I say this? Like you'll even see very young girls like straddling stuff from time to time. I've never in my life seen a very young girl. So I don't, I can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, excuse me for having the temerity. Um, yeah. Like I think women yeah, are aware that yeah. there, there's a pleasure center there. I think that the biggest thing is, I mean, women often get caught. I mean, look, uh, what the age you gave Ali is much younger than average, I think, or it's younger than average for a woman's first orgasm. For sure. Younger than average for you guys? like No, for oh. a woman. For a woman. Women, a lot of women don't have the, I mean, a lot, there's, well, you can argue about whether they're women that never have an orgasm, but like they're, the average age of first orgasm is older than that, typically. And a lot of it has to do with kind of getting freaked out by sensations, um, feeling like they need to pee, like just not doing it long enough, et cetera. But it sounds like you didn't have any of those issues. The first time you tried, you succeeded. Do you do you have any idea how long think, it used to I take? Think you? The second time I tried, I succeeded. Okay. Do you I have any idea how long it used to take? You? Like outside the underwear, and that did not work. And then I was like, "What about inside the underwear?" How <laughs> okay. Long? I feel oh, like man. it probably took like fifteen or twenty minutes. Okay. Do Do you think that what that at that uh, young age you had fantasies, or you were just were you thinking about some some uh, non-binary person in your class, or? Um, <laughs> I was probably thinking about like Agent Fox Mulder at the time. <laughs> okay, so it would have been a, a man much older than you. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh, interesting. I wonder where that came from. Okay. David Duchovny was a was a stud at the time. Wait, I have a question. So Keith, when you what, okay, what wait, what what grade were you when you first orgasm, Keith? Uh, you know, I, I've been thinking through these timelines. Approximately, it doesn't matter. I think eighth. Okay, so let's say it was eighth grade. Does that mean that you were fantasizing about like third grade girls? What? Well, because you would go younger. No. A man would want to date a younger woman. <laughs> no. no, I think that's You're a like, sliding scale is mid-age. They, they prefer younger. You but, when they're, like some... but when they're in eighth grade, I think they prefer older. So if, oh. you, if you were in eighth grade, you were like 14? No, I was, I was young for my grade. Uh, <laughs> so I, was, I think I was 12, actually. I was 12 uh, at the beginning of eighth grade. Okay. And you would have been fantasizing about girls in your class, maybe? Maybe. Or older. Or about those boys. <laughs> Showing those boys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was a new school, so maybe I was fantasizing about girls in my old school. I don't remember. I definitely I think guys remember. at that age will basically fantasize about any yeah. possible. I was probably thing. using like a yellow pages or something, just anything. Right. Yeah. Catalog. LL Bean catalog. Like, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I think you, I think at that age, a guy could <laughs> masturbate to his female friend or her mom and maybe her grandma, but certainly her mom. That would be possible. Yeah. Well, the moms at that point are in their like late thirties, right? Right. So it would be possible. Like you'd be like, oh, that's, yeah, that would work. Yeah. I think that's, you know, yeah, there's this like, you know, there's that, there are porns where it's the st the mom and the daughter or whatever. And that's not realistic, but I asked for the one. Yeah. One, there's a point. Anyway, go on. I asked ChatGPT a couple things throughout the episode here. So do any Judy Bloom books discuss masturbation? Uh, they say, yes. Uh, Are you there, God? It's me. Margaret touches on it. Deanie has a more direct reference. And the most notable example is Forever, which has been a subject of controversy and discussion for its candid treatment of teenage sexuality, including masturbation. Hmm. So there's those. And then I asked, what is the average age of a woman when she has her first orgasm? Uh-oh. ChatGPT comes back with three paragraphs of woke bullshit, and they say they can't say. 
That they can't say the age at which a woman experiences her first orgasm can vary widely due to a range of factors, including right. individual blah 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 blah, and it goes on for paragraphs of that. This is like if you ask it to tell a joke about white people, it'll tell you one, and they say tell a joke about Asian people, and it won't. Yeah, there's things like they that have all these gates. Yeah, but, yeah. You guys have have you read the Kinsey books? Like Alfred Kinsey has like this one long book about men's sexuality and another one about women's sexuality that he generated from interviews, like. Like that has yeah. this data. Yeah, the, the yeah, women. is yeah. lying here. It's yeah. not lying. It's been told it's not allowed to talk about it. Like ask ask ChatGPT about pit bulls. It won't say anything about pit bulls. Like anything that's like a cultural third rail, it just won't talk about. Yeah. It's sort of impressive how many guardrails it has. Right. Yeah. They've got, and they're always going the same direction. Uh, meaning, like it's not like they. If you had a ChatGPT that was uh, built in like Oklahoma. It would just have all guardrails around like uh, fun uh, evangelical Christianity, but that's not. It doesn't do that, right? Like it'll tell you all kinds of negative stuff about those topics. It, it's it's very it's obviously that it has like a specific political bias. Yeah, if you ask it about like for example Gaza, it'll actually blow up your computer. Yeah, I think it'll tell a joke about Christians, but not about Muslims. I think that's another one. Sounds right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we have waited deep into getting ourselves canceled this episode. Let's see. Let's see if we survive it. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Your Mileage May Vary. Thank you for joining us, Allie. Of course. Uh, you can send us feedback or questions to ymmvpod at gmail.com. That's ymmvpod at gmail.com. We pay $10 for any feedback. Just let us know. PayPal, Cash App, however you want to be paid. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. No.